You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. today as we get ready for what I think will be a fun show. Oh, I don't know because of the way your Pelicans played last night. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. We'd love to hear from you, Pels fans. How are you feeling? I mean, last night, Pels winning their seventh straight game. Unreal, right? Chess it out to Zion. Right wing three. That is good. His second made three of the afternoon. And the Pels take a two-point lead. Now a steal tray. Jump feed Z. Extra pass. CJ. Two-half flush. Williamson, the primal screen. Pelicans getting the win, and I don't know what was more satisfying, that and then also the fact that you know who fouled out. Yeah, I got that as well. Abnormally extends his legs and makes contact with Williamson. Thank you, Secaucus. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that foul was originally going to be called there on Zion Williamson. Thankfully, thankfully, you did see the, uh, Willie Green did go to the challenge and yep, there he is, Chris Paul, that little right foot connecting with Zion Williamson and initiating that contact. Big play, big moment. Pell's getting the win though in overtime. It's their seventh win in a row. They're 18 and eight. Ten games above 500, and as I come to you now at 12.03 p.m. on December 12th, your New Orleans Pelicans are still 
in first place. So we got a lot to get into. As I said, 800-998-1003 is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. I know guest this hour. You are the guest. I got a ton of locker room sound. You'll hear from C.J. McCollum. You'll hear from Willie Green. You'll hear from Najee Marshall at an outstanding game yesterday as well as the bench just continues to absolutely make the difference in this team. It's why we talked about how deep they are. And, yes, you're going to hear from Zion. Friday and Saturday you heard MVP chants. We're just watching someone right before our eyes become a superstar. We saw a little bit of that, right, in the Sean Payton, Drew Brees era. Drew went from the Chargers guy with the bum shoulder to, hey, this guy may not be pretty pretty bad, and, you know, to a Hall of Famer. And I don't know where Zion's going to finish. I don't know if this team's going to win an NBA championship. And I know it's just two games against one team, but in that four-game homestand, you played Denver, who was tied with you at the time, in second. You've played the team... That was in first, and you beat them. You went 4-0 in that homestand. You're going to face the Jazz here twice this week. Saturday, you go to Phoenix to face the Suns again to wrap up the season series. The point is, you're starting to get a sense and a feel, and I do think you're changing the way you view this team for the better. For the better. But, you know, again, I know there's a lot of season, but what you're seeing I think can be sustainable. I'm not saying you're going to win every game from here on out. But it's kind of what I said and we left off on Friday. This team's starting to show signs of it's going to be hard to beat them four times out of seven. Remember we talked about at the beginning of the season and in the off season that their goal was to how do you build a team to where you can win four games out of seven? Because that's how you advance in the playoffs, right? I think we all... Heard from them on May 1st, you remember, the day after they had got eliminated from the Suns, what it was that you needed to do. And I loved what I saw from this team on Friday and on Sunday. If you were at the Smoothie King Center on Friday and Sunday, you know what I'm talking about. It was absolutely a playoff atmosphere. The two games in three days had that playoff series-like mentality. And yeah, Friday's game was fantastic. And I don't know if I can choose which win I liked better, but I think yesterday's win might have reassured not just, I guess, me or Pell's fans, but you'll hear from the team as well what a win like that also does moving forward. Yesterday you saw in a sold-out Smoothie King why the Suns are a team that won first in the West last year at the end of the season with the number one seed. You saw why... They are a championship-caliber team. They made adjustments. I touched on it in a pregame show yesterday with the graph. After the game on Friday, you know, Monty Williams was smart. He started complaining about the lack of free throws. Mind you, they shot 20-something more free throws than the Pelicans did. Like 40-something free throws. They made 22 and still lost Friday. I can get back to that game here as well. We have two games to kind of go over, to be honest with you. And I got sound from both games, so we can kind of go back and forth. But there he was after the game, you know, not getting enough calls. The Pels had more points in the paint. They took more shots in the paint. There was a reason they went to the free throw line more than the Suns did. 
on Friday. But Monty Williams, being smart, said that. And you saw yesterday, you had a ton of calls where you, you had to just breathe. Jonas was in foul trouble, right? You had so many Pels players just not getting those calls, and they did. And they played better. They changed their tactic. They went inside. Weren't shooting a lot of threes. Chris Paul was 0 for 1 in the first half. And then you saw him take over later in the game and hit the game-tying shot to go into overtime. Against great defense by Dyson Daniels. And that's another guy we're going to talk about today. But I loved how that team handled that game. It started out completely different than Friday. And the crowd was in it. That first quarter, I mean, they were in it. Every possession, every defensive possession, every offensive possession. It felt like a playoff game. And I was more proud of how that team handled that game yesterday than they did on Friday. Friday's a lot of hype. You're ready to get after it. And, you know, it was the first time Zion was playing. He was outstanding. MVP chance were raining down. This was Friday. MVP chance ringing throughout that was friday and then yesterday just continued a a little bit as well but it was incredible just to see what zion was able to do cg mccullum was massive yesterday welcome back he's starting to look like the guy that um that i think can absolutely make a difference but man again you can go on and on and on. This was Jose after the game on Friday when Zion had the first of back-to-back 35-point games. He scored 70 on the Suns in two games. Alvarado, who was huge on Friday. Najee was huge yesterday. But this was Jose's message to everybody after Friday's game. That's the camera right there, right? Zion Williams, MVP. That's just how he's playing an MVP uh, MVP and everything right now. You know, he just being a great leader, coming in, showing that, uh, all that. He heard all that talk, you know, when he was sitting down and he's competing. He's being an MVP player. So Zion Williams is going to be, he keep playing like this, he would be MVP. Again, and still, by the way, Pelicans playing without Herb Jones. And Brandon Ingram. Likely you'll see them tomorrow when they're Utah the first of two against the Jazz. They play the Jazz again on Thursday. Then they head to Phoenix and take on the Suns again on Saturday. It's no love lost. You, you saw the, the sides, um, you know, getting together towards the end of that game. Again, just, it, it's just unbelievable. It was so much fun these last two games. Terry, want to hear from you, 800-998-1003. Again, I got a ton of sound to play after Friday's game, after yesterday's game. I am going to be Pell's heavy today. I'm just telling you now. Just telling you now. Uh Terry, what you got for us today, bud? Hello, Terry. Yeah, hello. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm good, man. Look, I'm going to start off with the negative. The negative is... Valley suck butt. That's it. I'm gonna say get it out the way because there's a doggone shame that people uh can't have more access to what I'm experiencing, right? Okay. Now that being said, bro, being there and watching the uh this organically built Pelicans team, right? I mean, I was saying this these people here came here to watch and man look, I've been to the Pelicans game before. 
when it was getting a sellout, but half the arena was by the other team and the other half was us. Bro, I'm walking out the arena right now, bro, with Pelican's fans, right? Mm -hmm. I'm walking out the arena with uh, 15 jerseys on, right? I'm walking out the arena with Pelican's organically built Pelican's fans, bro. And it is a joy to, to, to watch and to feel the energy that's there. It's sad that we're dealing with what we have to deal with because whatever we have to deal with, we're just not having access to listen, to watch, and hear the post-game interviews, that, which I think is great. You know, I think it's great. The game itself, bro, come on now. Bro, they had no answer for Zion. Mm -hmm. They put your boy on it. You had to know eight was going to get in drop foul trouble, and that's what happened. I mean, I'm going to let everybody else cover the game part of it. And I don't repeat myself. I really wanted to come in and say, man, look, bro, it's exciting that the, the, our fans right now are the organic fans. They come in there, and, and it's, it's a great, it's just, it, it makes me feel like people should have more access and feel and to, to, to go home and not have to go to YouTube. And I don't know, bro. I just feel like we should be able to go home and just listen to it and watch it and not be able to have to do so much work. <laughs> to, 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 like we have post game interviews after the same game, we can talk about it. We can, you know, have that energy carry on to the next day and the next day and the next day. I mean, this is way too hard for this team to be this doggone good mm -hmm. and, 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 and still have to deal with that. As far as the game was great, Bert, I appreciate you letting me come on and say what I got to say, but that part has to be said, it has to be noted. That we have to do a better job somehow or another with having more access to this team. This is a championship contending team right now. Not saying we're going to win it, but we are a shit out of a team. Make no mistake about it. Terry, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. Um, not not only in in being able to watch it, because I was thinking about that yesterday when I got home finally around 7. It took me an hour to leave the arena, you know, I was texting graphics. I guess we better get used to to the traffic there. I was in the Superdome exit. I left at twelve. I normally get there twelve fifteen, twelve twenty, thirty five minutes. It took me to get in there and park. Um, I love that though. I, I'll deal with it. I'll adjust my timing, right, Terry? Because it, it was it was electric, man. It, it's so much fun to see that, and especially not many. Um, you know, day games in the afternoon for, but you see a lot of kids in there. That, that was the thing that really stood out to me. You look around the arena, you walk around the arena, so many families, you know, people bring in the younger kids because it's tougher. Like I got a six year old, right? I mean, he, he better be in bed by eight. That's, I mean, we have the whole schedule thing, right? He's eating, he's bathing, he's night, night, right? By eight o'clock. So night games are a little harder for me and, and you know, to, to bring him the games and stuff. But those 2.30 Sunday games, lots of people really like that, and, and you saw that. So, look, there's a lot of things that I think moving forward they're going to realize as an organization that need to happen, right? And, look, obviously you're not alone feeling that way because at the end of the day you have a product like that, you have a team like that, and more importantly, Terry, you have a team that understands who you are. Um, that's awesome. Right. I mean, that's awesome because you want everybody to see him. And, you know, I go back to what Willie Green, you know, was saying after a couple of wins ago, you know, on how he feels about Nola. And to me, this is this is the you got to fight soundbite of this year so far. Right. And it's this. I love I love hearing this. Look, you know, we're we're a work hard team. Um, 
sort of like this city. We like to stay connected and stay together like this city. We like to have a good time doing it like this city. And we're not just going to take anything from anybody like this city. So if that answers the question, that's kind of, you know, who we are. Terry, that was after Wednesday's win against the Pistons. And you saw them show up Friday and play a certain way, right, with Jose. And then you saw Najee Marshall, who Willie Green refers to him as the knife. I'll play that bite coming up yesterday. And, I mean, you're seeing games that historically in the past, and obviously different teams, different situations, but I don't know if they recover, right? But you see them go on runs. You're you're seeing a guy in Zion that can flip that switch, man, and and uh, and become a superstar right before our eyes. I thought Friday he, he took that step, he took that leap, and all he did Sunday was follow it up with another 35-point performance. So, Terry, keep it up, dude. Uh, do what you got to do. And then at the same time, let's have fun and talk about the Pels, bud. Sounds good. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the phone call. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, again, no guest this hour. I want to hear from you, Pels fans, and we'll hit a lot of the sound. Sports Angle with ESPN Portland. Graceland Auto Center wants to express that during the holiday season, their thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made their success possible. It is in that spirit that they want to say thank you and send best wishes for the holidays and New Year. Happy Holidays from Raceland Auto Center. Do you want a free EasyGo golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle and get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Float it down to Landale, left of the lane. McCollum intercepts it. 
Front court, CJ drives, laid it in, left-handed, and good. We have a long ways to go, okay? So um, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but we like to celebrate small victories, and this is one for us. Just the win streak, taking care of home court, um, beating a team that we all respect. 12.19 p.m., the Pelicans are still in first place. If you get tired of me doing that, oh, well. Because I'm going to keep doing it because it is fun right now. I see the lines continuing to line up. So be kind to buddies. Busy, buddy. Thank you as always, man. Appreciate what you do. West Bank, Rick, we'll start with you. And Jimmy, you're on the on-deck circle. What you got for us? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I tried to get with you yesterday, man. That, that line must have been busy. It was, man. We had three phone calls before we even started the post game. So I mean, it's, it's fun, man. Wow. It's, it's fun, yeah. Well, you know, you being a rookie this year, like uh, Dyson Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, they did a great job at uh, just putting everything together. Um, that dunk by CJ was electrified. Um, there were so many points that have uh, been made out by the team that I wanted to point out how uh, how they kept their composure yep, through the game know. and how, there what do you call them, nice Najee? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, Man. dude, that's what I'm saying. I don't know which win I like the most. I think, I think yesterday's win makes me think, man, this team, this team can be the c word. You know, they could be contenders because Phoenix did exactly what Phoenix would do and should do and can do. Right? I mean, you saw them. They adjusted the game plan. They threw different looks at Zion. They played a different game. I mean, the Pell struggled to win that game, but found the way to do it, you know? And, and then even still, they had that lead and here come the Suns right back. And then they tie it and send it into overtime. But man, dude, number one is the difference. I mean, he legitimately is the first two times he faces the Suns, 35 and 35. Dude's a superstar. You know, you know, it was, was really different about this year than all the other years I've been a fan of the Hornets and the Pelicans is that when I leave or not in the building that other bars and places that I go to are showing Pelicans TV. You know, at first they were called to get get people to turn it on. Like, man, they're not winning. Right. It's like, but still, I'm a fan. But now it's not even hard for me to just walk around and I just run into somebody just have the TV on. And so I just stop right there and watch the game. West Bank, Rick. I literally, I had a, hit the, the store this morning and, um, a gentleman, I had my Pell's hat on. Gentleman walks up to me and goes, boy, Pell's are really kicking tail and he didn't use tail. And then, uh, he high fives me. <laughs> and then as he's walking away, he goes, I like the Saints. You know, we're, we're, we're at this grocery store across the facility. So, but that, that dude, that is everywhere. I mean, that, that is everywhere. Like it is, it has absolutely become, um, on top of everyone's mind, and people are paying attention. I, I got a phone call from Sean Fox this morning, uh, a text rather, and he's at the gym this morning, like it's six something, and and he's like, dude, when you have a, a bunch of old white people just talking about basketball, <laughs> about the Pelicans, like that was his exact text. You know, it was like and that's in Monroe, you know, up up there in the morning doing that. So again, people are paying attention, but it's the other thing too, West Bank, right? They're connecting because. This is a very easy team to root for, right? Not only are they likable, right. they're hardworking. You love how the coach is, uh, his presence. You love how everyone on this team 
believes they're important. You have a a superstar that is unassuming. I mean, like he he gives more credit to everyone else when he was asked about the MVP chance. Okay, uh, right, after right. the game on Friday, this was his response. <laughs> Those moments are always funny to me because it's like, man. I got better make this free throw. <laughs> like that's it. I mean, like it wasn't about you know being an MVP or things. Like man, I better make this free throw. I mean, and, and it's incredible, you know, that he's just he's just enjoying himself and it's fun, man. And you're starting to see basketball IQ wise what he's doing on the court. There are a lot of good people I cover this team that are putting videos after the game this morning of how he's directing traffic, creating space by telling Trey Murphy to go to the top of the key, then he gives it to CJ for the shot. Like That's a guy that's understanding the game, and he's just getting started. Everything that I've seen from him is new from the first time I saw him when he first came in the league because he was trying to play down low. And now that he's he's playing the point Zion, and I'm looking at this, this, I could call it the cyclone thing, because <laughs> the way he goes to the, the paint mm-hmm. and he puts a spin move on you, it's so quick Dude, that it's... you can't even regroup your feet to get in front of it. That's just ridiculous. I mean, at the, the size, and I, I bet you he remember all those fat jokes that everybody was saying about him. It, Nobody funny, saying nothing about funny him. funny you say fat. that. West Bank, great. He, uh, CJ McCollum tweeted last night, um, you better have the same energy for all the people that were ripping him along those lines too. And somebody just tweeted something I'm going to play here in a second. But that spin move, one of those spin moves, here's the highlight. Yeah, Z, left wing. He's already made two threes. He's going to drive on Sharks. He's going to spin left. And he's going to lay it in with a left hand off the window. The patented Zion spin move to the left. Yeah, I mean, I don't, who's stopping that? Craig tried to yesterday and got run over <laughs> yeah but you see that shoulder that that's what kills me that dude's shoulder is so oh. huge i don't know nobody yeah. in the nba whose shoulder is big as he is and i don't even think he should be playing in the nba being as big as he is driving to the hole that should be a murder rate <laughs> <laughs> he's pushing everybody out the way and i hate to reference this but he's partnered like a red seat literally i hear you man Thank you, Westbank Rick. My call, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, the phone lines are busy because they're full. Keep calling. We'll go through them as quickly as possible and make sense some sound. Jimmy, what do you have for us today, bud? Hello, Jimmy. I'm sorry I hit my mute button. How are you today? Good. Don't fuck. Isn't What's it up? so good to come to work and it be so positive, huh, Gus? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's very nice. Look, man, uh, I couldn't wait to, to talk this morning and stuff, man. I honestly, like, I, this is fun. This is this is one of them days you can do six hours. Like, easy. I can do exactly. six hours. Easy. Exactly. And I'm just going to reiterate, but I'm 80 years old, so I'm one of those old white guys. But I've been around a long time with the game in New Orleans and the Jazz and Maravich and went to the Municipal Auditorium through those days. And I'm telling you, I know – that the NBA is an all-star league. We see it every night. Mm-hmm. So Willie Green, we keep talking about it, but his formula, and he's so consistent with it, it's unbelievable what he's doing to these guys. I've never seen an NBA team that wants to play together for each other with his support. And he's making all the adjustments and right calls, but he's doing it every game. Gus, he's not 
he's so consistent with it. It's unbelievable. I mean, him and Zion could be coach and MVP at the end of the year. It's just uh, so pleasant to watch an NBA game instead of watching a one-on-one battle with LeBron. And, uh, you know, it's it's a different take to the game. He's got all the new trends. He's he's doing everything the right way. And it's just such a pleasure. I just wanted to uh, re-certify uh, that this morning with you. Oh, Jimmy, man, thank you for the phone call, man. You you know the number. Please be a part of it. I, I love this. I mean, oh, this yeah. Is fun, I will be more often. I listen <laughs> to you daily. And and uh, I'm, I just wanted to let you know it's got to be a pleasure for you to come to work these days lately. It, it is. And uh, me. let me just say this uh, again. Uh, what's going to be the outcome when, when B.I. gets back mm-hmm. and uh, – and the uh, and the guard, uh, it, uh, Herbie, Herb Jones. Uh, it, it's it's going to be unbelievable. And I don't know how you're going to keep Dyson Daniels out the lineup when you get a, uh, a a guard like Chris Paul. I mean, I watched him yesterday. He guarded Chris Paul better than I've ever Dude. seen anybody in a long time on a court. He, he was unbelievable. What, unbelievable. What Dyson Daniels is doing, Jimmy, that's very key that you observe that because. One of the things that you're noticing, and again, why it's exciting from our standpoint, right, is yes. what translates. It, look, you watched it yesterday, even if you watched a little football with the Eagles and stuff. like. Can you run the yes. football and play defense? That that works in September, that works in December, that works in January. Can you exactly. pass the? Can, can you play fundamental basketball? That's going to work at any level. And what the Pels are built on legitimately, it's not, hey, we need to learn how to play defense. They are defense first. Look, to me, it happened Friday and it happened yesterday. The run that the Pels go on to distance themselves and put themselves in position to win always primarily has started, at least in Friday and Sunday, on a steal, on a tip, on an offensive rebound. I mean, all of that, right? So... I mean, they're building on that. And what you're talking about right. is this B.I. and Herb Jones. You have an all star shooter and guy who's your scoring points. And I don't mean this disrespectfully and it's not a bad way, but you haven't missed him because other guys have stepped up. Oh, Herb Jones exactly. is your best defensive player, comma, until right. Dyson Daniels apparently right. has showed up. So exactly. instead of missing a guy that's going to guard Booker, that's going to guard Chris Paul, here comes a 19 year old. And basically, a lot of Pels fans were having fun yesterday thinking that Booker said no moss because he had a hammy injury. He locked yeah. Devin Booker down Friday. And then yesterday, he gets yeah. the steal on Chris Paul late. Zion specifically talked about that after the post game about what Dyson Daniels did late. Listen, it's only about 10 seconds. Like I said, man, Dyson is athletic. Uh, that deflection he got uh, late in the game, man, that, that was a big deflection. Um, oh, yeah. Especially after whatever happened to him, uh, I don't know whether it was ankle, knee, or what it was, but uh, for him to come back in the game after that and make those plays, uh, man, that's, that's respect. I respect that. Yeah, he bumped the knees, but he came back in the game and had that key moment late yeah. again. Look, the shot that Paul hit on him to send into overtime, he guarded him oh, perfectly. Yeah. That's a Hall of Famer oh, making yeah. a bucket. Oh, yeah, he couldn't have no? guarded him better. Yeah. All right, one more thing, Gus. It, it could have been real embarrassing for Phoenix if they wouldn't have shot over 45%. From beyond the arc in the third and the fourth quarter, the first game Friday, yeah. we outscored them like sixty-eight to thirty in the in the paint. Mm-hmm. 
72-38 points in the paint. Seventy-two thirty-eight. And to your me, point, I was wrong. I no, you're you're see, you're 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 close. No. You're in the ballpark. You're good. <laughs> they were twenty-two of forty-four from distance. The Pels eight of twenty-seven. We, Monty would have gotten embarrassed because they couldn't do nothing else. They were lucky they hit that forty-five to fifty percent yeah. in the last half Friday evening. We'd have, we'd have, we'd have run them out the gym. It yeah. would have been a thirty-point game. No doubt. So anyway, that's all I got to say. I'm going to let somebody else get on the line, Gus. Nice talking to you. I used to officiate your games when you had a mixed cabbage ball league on a Friday night at City Park. You remember <laughs> yes. that? Yes. Huh? <laughs> yes, I Me remember and that. Me okay. You remember I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I you love it. Days. And Brother Kurtz, I'm a good friend of his. He passed away, poor boy. I hear you, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate the phone call. Don't be a stranger. Okay, Gus. I'll be calling you back. Thank yep, you. for sure. And that's why Graf yesterday, by the way, went bananas. When, when, again, Monty Williams, that's, it's what you do. It, it's what I loved about the win yesterday. They were 22-44 on Friday. They shot 44 threes. My man's complaining he didn't get enough calls in the paint. He never went in the paint. <laughs> but he got the calls yesterday. Hell still overcame it. I love this. Uh, I'll worry about trying to get sound bites in. You keep calling out company. Cajun Goat, coming to you out of the breaks. The Sports Hangover and ESPN New Orleans. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-285-2521. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-285-2521. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeships. Top-notch A1 staff. They're professional, and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Uh, That's just the city of New Orleans. They, they got a lot of love. Uh... I've been saying it for years. Uh, Drew Brees told me when I first met him, if you love the city, it's going to love you right back. And um, it's a true statement. I love the city of New Orleans. Um, and I'm just glad they come out and support the way they do. I was telling after the game last night, Najee. I just love Nola personally. Um, you know, those people, they love us. You know, you should, you love Nola, they love you back. And um, they show it every night. 
And I was just letting them know this is our house, for, for real. They deserve that. I love that. One quick bite, then we'll go back to the phone lines. Willie Green's got a new challenge now. A lot of success. Everyone's going to be talking about this team. Now they're the ones that are going to be, you know, on the schedule when people come up and they're like, hey, let's just do that. So handling that is an interesting thing. But you have two guys, as Jimmy, as you were talking about what Willie Green does, he has an ally in C.J. McCollum, right? So here from C.J., I mean from Green and in C.J., on how they're now tasked to make sure that you stay locked in. Um, number one, we're we're so grateful to be in this position and um, extremely blessed to, to have a group that we have. Uh, but we realize we haven't won anything yet, and that's our mentality. Um, we want to win. We want to win big, but we want to focus on the small victories. And so we're in our 10-game stretch, and that's our focus and we'll continue to keep our heads down. But our guys are doing, doing a great job of we're all reminding each other that it's a long season and we don't need to play our best basketball right now. We want to play our best in March, April, May, June. Oh, June. You know what uh, starts in June, don't you? The NBA Finals. We're going to win seven games. We might win eight. And we might drop a couple in a row. How do you respond to that? Right? I think that's really important for us as a young group. It's like... Things are great right now. Right? Everything's well. Everybody's happy. It's not always like that, and it's not always going to be like that. But you got to be prepared to get through those moments, so that when when we get to April, right, and things aren't always the way they were supposed to be, we can still lock in and win a hostile uh, road game. Uh, one angry midget. You're on the on deck circle, Cajun goat. You're up next. What you got for us today, sir? On this happy, happy Monday. What you got? Just I just like the win streak. It's great to, like, win so many games in a row and not go win one, lose one, win one, lose one. This is wonderful. What a great morning. Uh, I want to start by saying, you know, I think this weekend uh, Zion put his resume in for MVP. Uh, And, Gus, the game has slowed down for Zion. And you can see it. You don't see that rush in him. You don't see him. He lets everything set up. It's it's a beautiful thing, and to think he's going to get even better, that's the that's the scary part. Uh, this team in general, how many years, Gus? I've come on this show and we've talked on this show about the IQ right. of this team. Mm-hmm. The I you don't have to talk about the IQ with the guys you have on the floor right now. Right. The guys on the floor right now, I think their IQ is, is the highest we've ever seen as far as a basketball IQ, and that's coming from young guys. That's just going to get better. Yeah. Uh, Dyson Daniels' IQ is just off the chart. I mean, the kid, even when he brings the ball up, he doesn't make turnovers. He, and 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 that that job he did on Booker was like, man, that that's the best. That was the best defense I've seen on this team this year. Booker on Friday he was five Booker. of seventeen, two for eight from distance. He had seven assists, two rebounds, fourteen points, but he felt like a non-factor in that game. Yeah. It's a guy and, he can drop fifty one. He did it two weeks ago. He dropped fifty one. Let's let's do, let's start this. Uh Dyson uh had him changing direction so much he made him pull his hammy. <laughs> Look, there were a lot of people that <laughs> said he it. Know, that, that he Devin didn't know said how no to loss. attack. He didn't he know how to no attack Dyson, uh, Gus. He had no idea how to attack him. Uh so yeah, I, I just thought it was great. I thought it was a great win. Y'all kind of went over everything. I think, like, winning games. I thought the Detroit game, and I don't think I called you after the Detroit game. I thought that Detroit game, to me, uh, says a lot about what this team is. That's a game 
that we would normally lose. I mean, how many times, Gus, yeah. you're like, man, that, that's no way we should lose this game. We shouldn't have lost this game. The referees were horrible. The uh, every, I mean, everything was going against them. And those are the games that I need to see the Pelicans keep winning. Those type of games, they just need to keep their head in the game. And if you notice, it caught, it came it, it came over to this weekend on Sunday. Yeah. The refereeing was pretty bad in that game. Yeah, but you know what? Kept his head going. Zion didn't stop and talk. He went back down, defended. You know, they, they did their thing. And, man, when that gets into a, a motion, uh, Gus, that's going to be this – team is, this team is super scary when that's going to get in motion, man, because they are so deep. And you're thinking you're running with half your team. you still got the other half of your team that you haven't had in yet. And I think we're going to see something totally different when VI does come back. Well. I think I think Willie figured out that Zion has to have the ball in his hands. I, I like that they got away from trying to post him up all the time. Mm-hmm. I think he's better with his face to the goal. Yeah, because you don't know what the heck he's going to do. Well, he creates with him with right? the ball, right? And, right, and, and you're trusting now that he understands where to go. Like, like you'll hear him say it after the game that he's purposely dribbling somewhere, not looking to shoot it or score but he's trying to move the spacing and defenders on the court so he can assist to somebody. That is a guy that just dropped 35. So when he's thinking like that, imagine the space and freedom that Brandon Ingram was going to be able to have and other guys. I mean, again, you beat the Suns twice, you beat the Nuggets once, and you didn't have Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones. Like, that's that's incredible to me. I mean, when those guys yeah, would miss games last year, it was an L. It was an L, flat out. Yes, that's my point. That these kind of games were L's last year, and 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 we still had a good squad last year, but it, those games were L's last year. The, the maturity of the team, but Zion facing the goal, Gus, and, and 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 I seen it this weekend even more with the Phoenix game. Notice he tries to get himself into a rhythm with with the other guys, get everybody involved in the game instead of being playing hero ball. Like he gives a lot of guys a lot of shots right. at the beginning of the game. To get them in their rhythms, you know that way it, it opens up the lane for him to attack. And man, can you could, did you think at the end of the game that he had thirty five yesterday? It was incredible. He was thirteen to seventeen. I know. I was like, he got thirty yeah. five. I was like, that was the quietest thirty five that like I've ever seen. Twenty one, yeah. No, yeah, it, it, was it was incredible. Crazy. And look, and the guy can get double doubles, and you know, I mean, it's it's just it's just fun to watch to see the growth. Um, from what he's doing, this is what he said yesterday in terms of he was asked, does he think his game is growing, like, just in this win streak? Because, again, I, I go back to the, the the cut that I had a couple weeks ago when he had the, you know, bleep this moment, right? Where it's games like you're saying, we're like, we're not going to lose this game. Like, you've seen him in this win streak. Game was tight. You mentioned Detroit. That's one of them. Denver's another one where he just said, bleep this, and he just takes over the game. And it's either a steal to the dunk, something that happens, and, and there's a stretch where he will just take over the game again, and and that's something that he hadn't been able to do. We hadn't seen that, you know, and that's why I, I was saying a couple Thursdays ago, if you remember, after a Wednesday game at, uh, at Katie's when we were over at Francesca, and I was like, you know, are we starting to see him become a superstar? That was just two weeks ago, if you remember. On a Thursday, I was like, I'm wondering if we're starting to see that. And to me, Friday's performance, unquestioned. The dunk that set them off, which apparently what really set everything off, 
was Chris Paul giving an elbow to Jose. You saw it if you watched the television broadcast, apparently. They focused on it. That was the kerfuffle of what it was. But, like, I love that dunk. And I remember saying it. I mean, I was, dude, we did an hour post-game show. We were supposed to do 30 minutes. So, I mean, I I just, I couldn't stop talking, (laughs) you know, on Friday. Because that, to me, was, hey, we're here. You know, like you have to take us seriously, right. but another, it's, it, it's about their confidence. I love that. I, it's little brother telling big brother, I, I can play now. I can play with you. And, and, and I was interested on how Phoenix was going to respond. And they did. They responded like a playoff team, a championship caliber team, changed how they did things, attacked the paint. The coach went out and made sure he got calls. Chris Paul did his thing and didn't even have Devin Booker. Like, you saw that. Like, that's a game Phoenix absolutely should have won and did everything they could to win, except they couldn't. That's why I'm excited. Yeah, and I said I said before this Phoenix game, I mean, even whenever, even whenever Zion was playing and we didn't have good coaching and stuff, Zion always there was no matchup Phoenix had for him. I mean, he he, he fouled out DeAndre Aiden in in previous games. If people don't remember, he fouled him out when they tried to put Aiden on him. He, Aiden had nothing for him to stick him, and uh, so yeah. Aiden, I, by the I, way, I had like twenty seven. Even have a matchup, but yeah. this is my thing, Gus. You know who's my number one mm-hmm. NBA? I hate the most team, which is the Lakers. But now I'm flipping it. <laughs> <laughs> the cheap shot that Chris Paul's been doing in oh, yeah. Phoenix mm-hmm. to our team has just flipped me to Phoenix as my number one enemy. Because, number one, they're sitting down there, their fans are sitting down there saying that Chris Paul saved our franchise. Chris Paul didn't save this franchise or was one of the best players in, ever in this franchise. He's not even one of the best players in this franchise. But all the things they're saying, all the shade they're throwing at us, and for that announcer to say that when Zion dunked the ball like that, somebody needs to back. be knocked. Somebody yeah. needs to put him on his butt. Yeah, uh, I got a new number one enemy, Gus. Yeah, no, look, it's the Phoenix. way they responded Friday showed lack of confidence. The way their media, and in particular, you talked about the post game show guys. I mean, I that mm-hmm. guy flat out said injure him. Like, okay, yes, okay. But when that's where you're going, that tells me all you need to know about how they think they can or can't beat you. And to your point, DeAndre Ayton had 25 in Friday's game in a loss and 28 yesterday in a loss. Like he was good. Like that kind, he was 11 of 15 on Friday, right? And then yesterday he was, um, 13 of 18 for 28 with 12 rebounds. Like those two performances in the playoffs last year beat the Pels. Beat the Pels, period. Like, he, he was right. a key figure. And, mm-hmm. again, you overcame it. It just, that's what I love about no, this team. No, no, no. Zion overcame it. Yeah, right. Zion was doing the same thing on the other side, Gus. Yeah. Zion was doing the same thing on the other side. He had no answer for Zion. No, they and have no the answer. Thing. You, wa- you watch Zion, the game. If, yeah. if, if Monty wants to play it like he did in that second game where he had Aiden sticking Zion, Aiden's not going to get as many points eventually having to work. And the one last thing with the Tory James kid, I'll get, I want, I, that's the only kid on the Phoenix team I'm going to tip my hat to because I don't know if you remember Kevin, Win, Kevin Winslow Sr. when he came off the field with the Chargers and they had to carry him off the field. Mm-hmm. But they had to carry Tory Craig off the field after sticking Zion all the game. 
Yeah, there, there, there some, took a beat in this last game. There were some funny gifs and memes yesterday about poor Craig being carried off the field. Uh, it, again, it's yeah, I, he got I carried just, off the court, man. <laughs> Anybody else? Hey, they should watch that film. Any team wanting to play against Zion and the Pelicans and say, uh, "Thank well, you, Kenjin Goat." Take too many charges. Appreciate it, but <laughs> one angry midget will come to you next. Thank you, Kenjin Goat, the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. The deputies of the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office remind you to designate a driver if you plan to drink this holiday season. By driving impaired, you endanger others as well as yourself. Designate a driver anytime you plan to drink. Have a safe and happy holiday season. From the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. LA20-11134. At Bank Plus, local means more than a location. It means working with bankers who know and support your community. It means customer-first service you can count on, day in and day out. More branches, more banking options, more technology. At Bank Plus, we're with you whenever, wherever you need us. Because local is a commitment, and it's our promise to you. Bank Plus, it's more than a name, it's a promise. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call state farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Contracting Hotline. Evan on Twitter. I'm going to get to the calls here in about a minute. Just give me a minute. This was, uh, Evan put this up 13 hours ago. One year ago tonight, so I guess it was last night, Jalen Rose, Mike Wilson screaming A. Thoughts on Zion? What's the first thought that goes through your mind? Zion won't play this season. And based on his body type, his weight when you can't play, in particular when your injuries to your lower extremities, it's really tough to keep your weight down and stay in shape. So I don't think the team is also going to give him a rookie extension for his deal, which now is going to put his future in doubt with that team going forward. And, listen, I hate to say this, but it puts things in doubt in terms of New Orleans and that franchise. I mean, when you're struggling and the guy who was your lifeline is now probably out for the season, you don't know what his future is. What does that do? Look, that community is really small since Katrina, right? And they've got a franchise they are supporting historically in the Saints. You just, you're forced to wonder what is the future of the Pelicans, even though ownership is solid and all of that greeny, how much support can there literally be in that community 
for this team. It just it makes you wonder, makes me sad. I'm not wondering about anything. And I don't mean to be the Grinch. I don't want to steal that title from Jalen Rose. <laughs> but I'm just going to do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got an announcement to make. Is it possible? Okay, and I'm not saying he's faking his injury. I'm not questioning the legitimacy of it, Will Bond, in any way. I want to be very clear about that. But Zion Williamson will not be playing for the New Orleans Pelicans in two years. I believe he's not that enthusiastic about playing for that franchise. Mm. Somebody needs to say it. Somebody needs to get it out. So I'm going to do it for y'all. He's not excited. Uh, he wants to play the game of basketball. But considering who he is, how box office he is, and what he brings to the table, I know how you are, and guardian, you're guardian of smaller market and all of that <laughs> That's stuff. That's where I'm going. But some cats don't want it. I truly believe, and it's just my belief, no intel, no inside information. It's just my belief. He is not that enthused about playing in New Orleans. What would that mean for that franchise? That's my point. And like the injuries in Portland, to me, don't signify the job Chauncey Billups is going to do. The same thing for Willie Green here with the Pelicans. But I'm with Will Bond here. You lose Zion soon, you might as well lose the team. Seattle on line one. Wow. You know what's amazing about that, huh? Those clowns make substantially more than I do. Like, Stephen A. literally just said it. I got no intel, no inside information, and I'm going to say that. By the way, this happened this weekend. MVP chance ringing throughout. And this was Zion after the game yesterday. Uh, That's just the city of New Orleans. They they got a lot of love. Uh, I've been saying it for years, you uh, Drew Brees told me when I first met him, if you love the city, it's going to love you right back. And um, it's a true statement. I love the city of New Orleans, um, and I'm just glad they come out and support the way they do. I'm not trying to be ugly, but there's a finger on each of your hands if you're blessed to have both in between the ring finger and index finger. Feel free to extend them and point it northwards. That's That's unbelievable to me. One angry midget. Thanks for calling us, bud. How are you? Buddy, I don't mean to be the dead horse, but we spoke Friday and I had made a mention that we're in first place. That still holds true today. <laughs> yes, sir. We're, we're, we are, we are, we are actually, if you could be more in first place, like we have more of the first place now than we did Friday. So hate to be the dead horse, but we're still in first place. And, uh, Zion, Gave a, a verbal love letter to the city. We're still in first place, and the Knicks still suck. So, sorry, Screaming A. <laughs> Pour some out for Dan Dickow and Coupon. and the yes, track Dan and Dickow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do you remember watching that and going, well, you know, he, he was a great shooter, and if he just finds his form, we could be competitive to today. To today where a 19-year-old frustrated the hell out of that guy and i'm not calling him his name his name is now that guy because that's what jose is calling him that's what i'm calling and you know sports they help mold a person but they don't create the character they bring it out and what you're seeing is his true character so i don't care that guy does charity work or he's on all state commercials or he's got a flashy smile. Yep. What you're seeing on the court is who that guy really is. He's the guy who wouldn't say Jose's name after the playoffs. 
an undrafted free agent who busted his butt and made his dream come true and frustrated him with good, clean basketball. That deserved to get punched in the junk, according to that guy. So the heck with that guy. He gets no respect for me. Don't when he retires. Don't make him a video. Him and and street clothes Tony. They're one and the same in my book. <laughs> street clothes Tony. And that's Tony with an accent over the eyes. <laughs> hey, along those lines, you know, you know who I love. I mean, there's so many sound bites, dude. That I had Friday, Jose. You could see him grimacing. You know, still holding on to his side, playing with the rib. You know, contused ribs, bruised ribs. He was asked after the game, was there any chance that he was going to take that game off? You're going to love this answer. Yeah, I wasn't saying out 100%. Um, I don't um, not to not to care about anybody else, but if that person plays, I'm playing. <laughs> That's right. That guy's playing, I'm playing. That guy. Oh man! That, 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 look, there, there may be some people questioning if, if Phoenix and New Orleans is a rivalry after that game Friday. It was, but let me tell you something: those two, they got it. They they got a thing. I mean, they absolutely well, got it. Well, thing. you know, like we went in. We yes, went in the, the professor Friday says thinking, little bit of a rib. Yeah, he's got a little bit of a rib. <laughs> we we went into Friday thinking, okay, we can win. Now we know we can win. Yeah, and I think Phoenix went in knowing that they could win. And now they're coming out thinking, what if we can't? And so that's a big shift in the psychology of what transpires between those teams. And so it's really going to be interesting to see how the next game in Phoenix goes. Mm, Because if it goes like it did in New Orleans, psychologically, that's going to take their knees out. That's that's going to take their knees out because now they're hoping, well, well, maybe we'll see him in the playoffs. Well, that's what you're hanging your hat on. You just saw us four four times or three times, and we, we beat you three in a row. And the one time that you did beat us, half our roster was missing. Which brings me to my other point. Everyone's asking, well, what are we going to do when B.I. And, and Herb comes back? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to be stacked. Because with Zion's gravity, yeah. and you put, you put B.I. on the other side of the court and everyone flocks, you give B.I. that kind of room to move, he's cooking, baby. Look, we have bacon and eggs every night. He is cooking. <laughs> You're throwing some flapjacks, some sausage, the biscuits and gravy. No, I'm with you, man. That's what I'm saying. And this is what I keep saying, too, because Willie was asked about what are you going to do with the adjustments, you know, and all that. And look, there's going to be some on-the-court things. But here's the thing. The more weapons you have, especially early, and I know you're going to, you know, the, the tough question will be, shortening the rotations and players when it comes to the playoffs. But my point is, that's not until April. You have the rest of December, January, February, March, and going into April. The more you can play other players, you know, Zion played 42 minutes. Like, you don't have to. You know what I'm getting at? If I don't have to play CJ, BI, and Zion 38, 40 minutes, because I have all those other guys that can help me during regular season games, that's going to save their legs come the postseason so i don't think it's a problem at all you know and 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 goose imagine so you stagger herb and dyson yeah (laughs) now you have somebody that can clamp (laughs) down on the the court the entire game oh and when things are getting a little warm cool playing both well they did it against Ja. 
They did it against Ja in the game. They beat the Grizzlies here. There was that one play. Ja was on the top of the key, and you had Herb right wing, Dyson left wing, trying to dribble past both of them. And then, and then when they're trying to get switches, oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> you switching, you switching from Herb to Dyson. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. I, I couldn't be happier for for my team. I couldn't be happier for the city. What I think two things that need to happen. I think the NBA needs to really look at the scheduling, and they need to do more of this. Like this needs to happen more, and not just for the Pelicans and yeah. the Suns, but across the league. Like from a logistics standpoint, it makes sense. And from a fan's perspective, it makes sense. Okay, little mini I might not okay. see. I got you. I might not see that guy yeah. in game one, but he may. He's going to play in game two. That's a good so point. So I can make a weekend. Of That's it. a good point. Could be a way to uh, to counter, I guess, uh, load management. Thank you, man. Hit the top of the hour. I have to hit the break. Well, Thank wait, you wait, so one, much. one more thing. Hurry, Gus. Yep. We need more Pell's coverage. We need a actual dedicated Pell show. That's all I got. A whole Pell show. I got you. I'll do what I yes. can. All right, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it so much. Quick break. When we come back, we'll go back to the phone lines. 800-998-1003. Kristen City Park's been holding on for 12 minutes. I'll come to you right out of break on the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $79.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Hi, this is Tessie with Southland Dodge. We are all so thankful for your continued support of our dealership. And we would like to wish everyone a safe and happy holiday season and also a great new year. From all of us at Southland Dodge in Homa, Louisiana. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 
in case you missed it. So much to get into. Hells win their seventh straight yesterday. Ten games above 500. And as of 1.03 p.m. on this Monday, December 12th, still in first place of the Western Conference, baby. Absolutely love it. Chris, thank you for holding on, sir. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Gus. It's been a while. I I have to agree with one angry midget. He took all my thunder. Mm -hmm. That guy... Uh, my wife was in the kitchen. She missed why I was screaming and hollering. So I got the DVR. I backed it up and I slow mowed that bad boy. Mm-hmm. He punched that man in the ribs. He's a cheap shot artist. In the second game, they were trying. I think they they took the foul away, but they, he tried to get a foul on a on a jump uh, shot, and he throws his leg out to try to get the foul. Yeah, man, man, I'm steaming about that. But now on another thing, something that's that's concerning me because. It seems like we got the roster pretty much set with a couple of places that we can do some moving around. But what's starting to scare me is that uh, when you're talking about these players, they're all talking about uh, swing cash, or they're talking about teaspoon, and they're talking about all the coaches. And I'm, man, you, uh, you know, they're going to start pirating our coaches. I think. But it's funny you say that because I haven't got to a lot of the the sound bites, but you heard a lot on Friday and yesterday as well especially in particular Zion. We had a chance, I think last year, we had Corey Brewer on. He loves Weatherspoon and Brewer, like loves them. And and a lot of other players love them as well. And, you know, it's something that I was going to talk to some of the the guys that cover the team this week, and I'm going to tomorrow, see if we can get Ali Costell on as well specifically. But it was an underrated signing. Not underrated, but a lot of people maybe didn't think about it, right? when the staff was coming together and when Corey Brewer came on to this team two years ago. Mm-hmm. But that guy was tough as nails. Like, if you go and Google and you see what he did, he was a defensive-minded, in-your-face, postseason experience, you know, guy that won a championship at four. Like, you're bringing that to that. And to hear Zion consistently reference him, that that that's a very interesting thing to to hear because again you know it's it's easy to look at Fred Vincent the shot doctor what Willie Green does but the guys that are specifically working with these players and Zion in particular look those guys are now untouchable right I mean the the fact that your guy keeps referring to specifically Teaspoon and Corey Brewer you can't do anything yeah, like, but <laughs> you know, unless we got them right. under ink you know yeah. ink it ink it sign them up you know yeah. I don't uh, anything can. De- well, somebody with a bunch of money can come in there and just say, hey, uh, we want you to do the same thing you're doing there. Start it up. We'll make you this. We'll make you that. But, uh, you know, I, I love the team. We finally got a direction, man. When I used to call you back in the day, I would say, can you tell me what this congentry, there's no focus is. He goes for whatever reason. I don't think Willie Green has ever said that. And uh, I'm so glad where we are right now is taking the pressure off my three tickets with the black and gold that I'm going to tear them up. And <laughs> so uh, keep up the good work. I listen every day, but I can't always call in, man. Oh, so uh, uh, go Pels. Appreciate it. Chris in City Park. In case you missed it back on Friday and didn't get a chance to listen to the pregame yesterday, I always start off with highlights from the game before, and this is what it sounded like. Get it to Z now, straddling the arc up top. Bridges on the switch. Two crossovers. Drives in. Lay it in with a right hand and one. And Zion saying no, no, no to the VIPs on the baseline. Inbound Alvarado, right wing. Wide open three. 
Instant offense and instant energy for Jose Alvarado. It's uncanny what that young man does. And now Nance steals from Booker. Floater to Najee. One dribble, drive, lay it in, and a foul by Devin Booker. And one. The spark plug. Jose, fake the three. Now over Landale for three. He checked Alvarado. The man is magical. Download intercepted by Zion. One-on-one with Payne. He will plant it down with the left hand. Smoothie gig center. Monty Williams takes a timeout. Williamson crosses over. He got a screen, and he will throw it down with a left hand. It's quaking in here. Paul, no foul Z. Weaves through. Lay it. Missed it. Rebound Nance. Throw it up the floor. Zion. This will be showtime. 360. Left hand. Chris Paul takes exception. The horn is sounded. Willie Green is being physically restrained. I'm not even going to lie to you. I got goosebumps. I do. I'm looking down right now. I mean, (laughs) Friday, Friday was something. Friday was something. Opened up the post game, came home, told my wife the same thing. I said, we just saw Zion become the superstar. Took over that game. I know there was a lot of chitter chatter about the dunk. Should it stop it? Stop it. With everything that he had gone through, the team had gone through, he didn't celebrate it towards the Suns. He looked at the bench. Then he started running back to get back on defense. By the way, there was still time on the clock. By the way, you heard the beginning of that highlight. Chris Paul was trying to score. Um, And then we found out again, good job by Bally's being able to grab that video. You saw Chris Paul elbow Alvarado in the ribs as Zion was dunking that. That's what started it all. But what I loved about it is we go back to after the game. And he talked about why he did the dunk. That was a little out of character for me, but you got to understand. I mean, you can understand it or not. They sent my teammates home last year. I missed all last year. I got I got carried away a little bit. I admit that. But, you know, I was in that locker room. My brothers were down because, you know, the son sent us home last year. That That's a tough moment to be a part of, so... In that moment, I got carried away. I admit that. That was out of character for me. <clears throat> so, you know, if they was to do the same thing, I wouldn't have no problem. With- this was CJ after. They got to get back on defense if they don't want us to dunk the ball. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. That dunk to me was a message. I thought it was a message. To the fans, to him, to everybody. Just all that energy exploding out of it, right? And it's something that Todd brought up too in these last two games. 37 minutes, 35 points on Friday. 42 minutes, 35 points on Sunday. 
I don't think we can say that he's not in shape anymore. You're seeing it on both sides of the ball. Active on the defensive side. And then just taking over the offensive side. But that dunk was amazing. Because I had everybody talking about it. Whole league, everything. I played you earlier last hour, thanks to Evan, who posted that on Twitter. Yeah, the ESPN crew, he's leaving. Sell the franchise. He doesn't want to be there. That's why that mattered. So what if somebody got upset? I don't want to hear about the rules. That team, they're now the morality police. And I love, I love you guys on Twitter, Pels fans, that, that went in and did the FBI detective work, pulling up highlights of how they up 20 and 30. They'd go get their, their layup and their dunk. Anyone that doesn't think Devin Booker wouldn't have dunked that if that was in Phoenix doesn't watch that team. There's a reason they're one of the most disliked teams in the NBA. I mean, I was okay with it just based off the fact of uh the old little come over here CJ McCullough move he did last year when he was in street clothes. Not even supposed to be on off the bench, much less touching an active player. That didn't even get a foul or a tech or a fine or nothing. I don't want to hear it. But more importantly... It's about what that did for those fans. Did you hear the lady? I thought she had a heart attack. That place was bananas, and she was clearly 15 octaves above everybody else at the end of that night. You just heard her, right? You felt the explosion in that arena, the energy in that arena. I'll take that every day. It's incredible what we saw. In two games from him. 35 points and 35 points. Here's what he had to say yesterday. After the game, what does it mean to beat Phoenix two straight times? I think that's big for us. Um, like I said, last game, the Suns, they've earned their resume. They're a great team. So for us to get two back-to-back wins against them, uh, that's uh, big for our confidence. The other thing he said was the adjustments. You knew they were going to get some based off of what you saw the night before is what he said. You know, they're, they're a great team, so they are going to make adjustments. And if we want to be a great team, too, uh, we got to make adjustments as well, figure out what they're going to try to stop. And uh, Coach Green and especially Teresa Witherspoon and Corey Brewer, they, uh, they really prepared me for this game. Again, he references them all the time, those two coaches. Sam, thanks for giving us a call here from Gretna, sir, in the Best Bank. How are you? Hey guys, I wasn't going to call in today because uh, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, the, the game clips yesterday. But um, we need a Monday tradition um, that that montage you played yeah. of the talking hairdos. We need to do that every Monday, okay? Whether we're in first place or not. <laughs> and like the previous caller said, up until last year's playoffs, I had the highest respect for Chris Paul until what he did with Jose and. Then again, that kick out with Zion, I thought because of, of Harden, I thought the league was cracking down on that, but obviously not. It took a replay, you know, to see that. But I, what I don't understand is someone of Chris Paul's talent and stature in the league that, that, that's like beneath him. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Now, now what Zion did, he kind of like, you know, was very contrite about it afterwards. That was two years of frustration. Yeah. Not just what they did to Jose in the playoffs, 
imagine what he's been through the last two years. He don't want to play. His career is over. I mean, listening to that, and I've rehabbed way too many injuries. And, oh, by the way, they don't pay me millions to play ball. And it is so solitary. It is so lonely, especially when you're doing your PT in a gym and you see all that equipment that you used to work on out, out on. It is so unbelievably solitary. It takes a strong, disciplined person like Zion mm-hmm. or Drew Brees to walk through that and still be, still have a positive outlook. So, so uh, that 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 and and um, and, and as far as Booker, what was the deal like when when he, when he was on the sidelines last year? Mm-hmm. He, he was walking halfway on the court, almost like he's another coach or something. I know, you know. So, uh, but. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I didn't want to get in here. I didn't want to tie up time or anything like that. But uh, I think we need a Monday tradition, whether we're in first or not, to play that same montage of the uh, of the talking hairdos. Oh, you know? so, uh, oh, that one. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll record that. Sure, I'll keep that. So you want you want that just to be like a Monday motivator montage. All right, Gus, man, and, and uh, enjoy the post game and the pregame. Thanks a lot, bud. Appreciate it, man. The Monday montage. Okay, I love that. So we'll do the Monday motivators, what we'll do there. Uber Eric, what you got for us today, sir? Hey, what's going on, Gus? Hey, man, I was in the Smoothie King Center last night. The place was bananas, man. I took me and my family, five of us, and they all rooting for Phoenix. I'm with my pals gear on. Man, it was bananas, man. It was crazy. And after Friday night... I feel like that dunk is right on par with Gleason's block kick. Right after Katrina, everything people were saying about us, we just took it all out on the block kick. So that dunk is right up there with that block kick, man. Like, you can put it, but it's where we came on the scene as a basketball city, and we're here to stay as a basketball city, man. Uber, Eric, I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. When it happened... And, and I kept looking at it and, and just, just seeing the moment and you, and you hear, you hear the arena. You hear the arena. It's, it is, you're right. It is almost like an exhale. Like, I think collectively in that split second, cause it, it happened to me. It went from, oh, oh no, we're competing. Like, when I mean competing, meaning like, they're here to compete for a title. Like, when, when, when I saw that and felt that, that that that's a we're here like you can think we ain't ready you can like i don't know if they can i'm just saying though you saw that team take a different approach and level confidence wise but more importantly that guy and if you're going to win an nba title that guy is going to have to be an mvp candidate because the teams that win the nba championship have an MVP candidate period period end of story it's just like any nfl you have to have an elite quarterback not a good one an elite. If you don't have an elite quarterback, you, you, it's going to be real hard. Now, San Francisco will make a go at it this year, but you have to have something elite. They have an elite defense. You have to have something elite. So the Pels could win a playoff series. They can stay out of the play-in with the rest of the roster. If they want to beat Jason Tatum in the Celtics, Steph Curry in the Warriors, Ja in the, in the Grizzlies, they have got to have their guy, and in this case it's Zion, be that guy. Be a superstar. Be an MVP. Period. And that's what I saw Friday. That guy became that. And I love that dunk. 
and I love what it, I think, represented. And that's why I played his soundbite. He told you it meant something. He absolutely did it on purpose. And what I loved about it, it wasn't about him. He said they knocked my guys out. Like it, it that, that was that was for his team. That's that's that to me was the the biggest part of that. Yeah, Gus. And as uh, far as the MVP, man, the crowd, the MVP chance. I post I posted a clip of it on Twitter. I'm gonna post another one. I'm gonna tag the tag the station in it. Man, the place. I mean, you can. It was like deafening. The MVP chance. The booze for Chris Paul, the Chris Paul suck chance. My wife was like, "Why? Why? You know, why are they booing him? He spent so much time here." I said, "Chris Paul is like a dirty player. Like he's the reason everybody got into fisticuffs at the end of the game after mm-hmm. the dunk. He elbowed Alvarado yeah. in the face, and he punched him in the rear when he knew mm-hmm. he was hurt. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, Chris Paul is cerebral like that. I try yeah. to tell her that. You know, he's cerebral. He, he knows everybody's injury. Yeah." Yeah. So yeah, man. It, 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 from from where we were this time last year, and you know the season we having with the Saints, man, it, it's it's amazing to see, man. It, it is. I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we have something good to cheer for. <laughs> I hear you, Barry. Thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. We'll hit the break, Rafael Esparza. Next, it'll be our NFL coverage. Look, I, I'm I'm making the decision. We're punting on. Um, Coach G that was supposed to come here at the bottom of the line. I want to hear more calls and we got to talk a little bit more pals. Why not? Let's have some fun. Uh, head coach Dennis Allen, the Saints is going to speak at three o'clock. So we'll have some fresh Saints stuff tomorrow to get into. But today, I mean, you're hearing it. You're hearing all the callers, people that do call, don't call. It feels different right now. So let's chat a little bit about that, but we'll go over yesterday's action in the NFL for Rafael and we'll open up the phone lines again at 130 sports hangover on ESP New Orleans. All right, time for the Caesars Sportsbook Report. Caesars has tons of promos every day, but your very first bet with the Caesars Sportsbook app is on Caesars, up to $1,250. Sign up using the promo code RADIOFULL and then place your first bet. If you win, that money is all yours. If not, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. It is week 15 of the NFL season. That means Saturday NFL action. The Vikings host the Colts, the Ravens go up against the Browns, and the Dolphins head up to Buffalo. On Sunday, it's the Bengals and Buccaneers, followed by a primetime rematch between the Giants and the Commanders. And soccer fans, the best team in the world, will be crowned on Sunday. And remember, with Caesars Rewards, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Open to new users in Louisiana or 21 or older. Not available in prohibited parishes. Licensed through Horseshoe, Boucher City, and Harris, New Orleans. If qualifying bet loses, bet amount returned as a credit. Must use within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. See Caesars Sportsbook. We are all Caesars. It's that festive time of year. And Greg LeBlanc Toyota has your Christmas and New Year's deals. Come by Greg LeBlanc Toyota and put something nice under the tree. Toyota-thon is going on now until the end of the year. Come by the store at 2020 South Hollywood Road in Homa or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com and view the inventory and specials. New cars arriving daily. Reserve your new Toyota at Greg LeBlanc Toyota. The great deals are waiting for you now at 2020 South Hollywood Drive in Homa. Greg's got the deals just for you. So come on by today. 
Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no worse. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Put you to know I am a caring guy. Roy, I know you're out there not feeling well today after another fish fry yesterday. Here is your Dolphins coverage. The Dolphins may have been a mirage. They don't look so good. Look at that win streak. Those five wins were against the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, and the Texans. Those are the five games that they won. And you find yourself saying, so, were we kind of overstating how good they are? We're going to find out. But I think it is reasonable to at least wonder if there wasn't a little paper tiger involved in that dolphin along the way of that winning streak. There it is, Roy. There's your Dolphins coverage for the day. 23-17, the Chargers beat them. Rafael Esparza via Sidoc Sports on Twitter. Instagram as well, free daily video. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Sorry I'm a little late. A lot of people want to talk about the Pels. Let me ask you, is there any money coming in on them on maybe them making at least the Western Conference Finals? Zion MVP and any any cash flowing or what? Nothing on Zion MVP, uh, just because there's, I think, other, uh, the Greek is just, if it wasn't for, uh, some of the storylines, we should be talking more about the Milwaukee Bucks, because they're also playing some really, really good, uh, ball as well. But a lot of money coming in on them to, uh, win the Western Conference, money coming out to win it all. Wow. Uh, but like I said, it's the, between the Celtics and Bucks and the Pelicans, I think those are probably the three top stories. I would say in the NBA, uh, if you're the Pelicans, do you really want that top spot? Because you would have to play maybe Golden State, Utah, and Dallas if, if the playoffs ended right now. And those are three tough matches. So maybe maybe just win the second and third spot? Well, let's see what happens. Uh, we've got plenty of basketball to get into as we have a couple more months. In the NFL, though, it's, start, it's December football now, sir. And I was listening to some analysts this morning, and they said, look, this is when you, you find out who's real and not. Everyone has tape. I played that for a reason, A, to make fun of Roy and help uh, Pels fans and Saints fans that don't care for Roy. That said, is there something to that in that when I look at how teams are starting to shape up, are the Dolphins as good as maybe some people had them to be? There's only a one-game difference between them and the Chargers now. Uh, no, but this, you said it's December football right now. So you let, throw the teams out that you, you are not going to win at all. I, mean, I didn't think Miami was going to win at all. They had Buffalo in that division. So this is the time where, okay, now who cares who makes the playoffs? Who's going to make a run in the playoffs? Miami, no, they're not going to make a run in the playoffs. Buffalo in the AFC. Uh, the Bengals who are probably playing the best ball in the AFC North right now. I don't want to play them right now. Uh, Kansas City, uh, stuff. So, yeah, the Dolphins, yeah, they're, they're slumping right now. They're still 5-1 at home, but they're not going to win at all. General D texted me that he saw that, um, in that game, 50 degrees in LA and the Dolphins had heaters on the sideline. They still need to play in Buffalo, Roy. That's, that's probably not a good thing. Some of the other games that were a bit surprising here. What about the job Steve Wilkes is doing in Carolina? They're 5-8, 30-24. They beat the Seahawks. 
Yeah, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, their their run, uh, the way they were able to run the ball at will against Seattle's defense, I think, shocked me. Because every time you thought Seattle was going to make that move, all of a sudden Carolina just run, 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 and they're already at the goal line. So I was more impressed at their run game. Uh, their defense gives up points. I mean, Seattle was still able to score 24, but I was really impressed on how they were able to control the clock because of that run game. The legend of Brock Purdy. 35-7 over the Bucks. Brady threw 55 times in that game. Look, everyone's discussing it this morning nationally. Can the 49ers win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy on there? I think I just said it. If you don't have an elite quarterback, you have to have an elite defense, right? We saw Dilfer and some of these other guys win it in the past, but the Ravens and Bucks had elite defenses. This is, I think, an elite defense. But how far do you think they can go? What's the money looking like? Uh, it's starting to come in, but, but it's not coming in like it should just because I think everyone sees Purdy still there. I mean, we're not, every game he's going to play, people are going to have more tape on him. And like you said, Dilfer won the Super Bowl. As long as that defense, uh, continues to play like they're doing, hopefully Debo's not out as long as, uh, people might, uh, suggest. Uh, but it's going to be riding on that defense. 27-14 at the half, Chiefs and Broncos, and then, Neither team really did much in the second half. But the final was 34-28, KC over the Broncos there. Anything to make out of that game? Uh, KC didn't cover, so thank you.